Greetings and salutations, gamers. Welcome to Cast Co-op, the podcast in which three podcast hosts cast together. I am one of your hosts, Luke Lore, the insipid ghost and host of the Xbox Expansion Pass. Joined this week by Season Gaming's BitCast host, Ainsley Bowden. Mr. Porsche Power, how are you, sir? I am doing great, guys. What's happening? It is, uh, it's been a long week. Well, week, very you know, week. E3 Summer Game Fest, so it's been very busy, as you can imagine, running an outlet. Um, and uh, but it's been good, you know. Uh, well, we're going to get into it, of course. A lot of good news, uh, even if you didn't enjoy everything. There's a lot of good stuff to be excited for. So, yeah, man, I'm all right. Just tired. Absolutely. That's I why I've got coffee. Of... <laughs> ah, not beer this time. Okay. <laughs> well, there's Kahlua in it, but it's coffee. Oh, all right, there you go. <laughs> Well, we are also joined this week by another content creator who is absolutely going to be exhausted as well. Mr. Joseph Moran, host of The Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast. What's up, dude? I am energized. <laughs> and there's two things keeping me energized. Mm -hmm. Elden Ring, which we'll talk about in a minute. Mm -hmm. And let's talk about that Blue Box Studios. Is it? Is it not a Silent Hill game? Is Kojima on it? I'm in the, I, I've, I'm in the rabbit hole with this crazy have you not heard of any of this i have no, no I, clue what you're talking I, about oh i've yeah i've got all the info on it i just don't yeah. care <laughs> oh man i'm so into it because i see the internet like cyber sleuthing into yeah. all of this and you know 110 that it's just going to lead to disappointment so like <laughs> i'm really all there to just watch people's hopes and dreams die right just in all crash and burn yeah before we get to the shows then what what is this Go i don't know this Okay, so there was a game tease called, called Abandoned by a mysterious studio. This would be their first game called Blue Box Game Studios. Okay, that was right? a couple weeks ago. That was, yeah, months ago. It was a while ago. Yeah. All right. Now, I'll, some cyber sleuths have, have done the digging after a tweet that they did about a night ago saying that Abandoned's not really their the real name that's just the name of the project that the game mm -hmm. starts with the letter s and ends with the letter l which everybody pointed to oh this is silent hills mm -hmm. like this is it this is and a lot of people already had a feeling that this was a, a kojima thing with the original announcement so now everybody's just going through the rabbit hole just trying to piece together and kojima tease something as well like playing yeah. into it and yeah so People think, in short, Kojima is doing a viral kind of campaign and bringing back Silent Hill. Yeah. Ooh, those poor developers. When they announce their game is like Soul or something, mm -hmm. oh, those poor developers, <laughs> they are not going to yeah. be able to survive that onslaught of internet. Well, here's the thing. So, like, they said, like, it's not Silent Hill. But they're not very convincing when they say it. Because, like, they're not, like, people are, like, giving them memes of, like, Kojima and stuff, and they're not shooting any of it down. <laughs> they just announce things on Twitter, and then that's it. So it's crazy. It really is nuts. And I just love a good conspiracy theory. I don't know. <laughs> I want I what want I them to call their name, like, Quiet Mountain or something like that, you know? I said, I don't, care. I don't care what happens with it. I don't care about Kojima. I just want Silent Hill. So somebody yeah. make the goddamn game, please. Yeah. Yeah, Probably I thought Bloober. The, yeah, Bloober was the one I was thinking. Like, I thought the medium would be uh, scratch that itch, and that seemed to come and go. Um, it, it, time. it was a good game. I, I played it, reviewed it, I liked it, but it wasn't. It didn't scratch Silent Hill itch, no. Did so not. you rated it a nine? 
No, I didn't. <laughs> what game did you really rate a nine? Uh, a better one. I mean, you know, I think I, I gave I, I think I gave medium either a seven and a half or an eight, and you know, okay. and the you know the game I gave a nine is better than that, as you would expect. I, I will defend your your Biomutant a bit. I went I started over completely, started over because they did a lot of quality of life improvements. Mm-hmm. De- I'm definitely noticing the quality of life improvements immediately. <clears throat> nice, far, far more manageable. So. I well, have you're still early. I'm like I've said a million times. I know people don't like to hear it, but that game just gets a lot better as it opens up. The the pro the thing is, I couldn't get past all the the gunk know. in the beginning, and so now I'm I'm really uh, I'm much more hopeful, much more hopeful. Stick with it. Stick with yeah. it. Yeah. I'll well, be going to it in August. I'll be going back. You're not going to do that in August. Are you kidding me? August after this week, we know August is jam packed. There's a lot of stuff coming out. A after lot July, of stuff. Yeah, let's get to it then. Let's get to it. Oh, yeah. So this past week was a blur for content creators all over. Not only did we have the Summer Game Fest, which started everything off, we followed that up with Ubisoft Ford. There was a Gearbox thing in which Randy Pitchford harassed a bunch of people trying to make a movie. Uh, There was the Xbox Bethesda Showcase, followed by some WB Game stuff, the PC Game Show. Then we had, goodness, what was the next one? Square Enix Presents was in there. There was a Nintendo Direct. A second Xbox showcase, which was not the same as the first one and still turned out to be pretty decent, uh, says the guy in the Master Chief hoodie. We (laughs) had a lot of content to cover this past week, gents. It's a good time to wear a Master Chief hoodie. Yeah, it is. Finally. Yeah. Finally. I I can't wait to just gush about Halo with you guys. Oh, (laughs) my God. I'm I'm ready. But, yeah, we got to pace ourselves. Well, let's start off with Summer Game Fest, because that was uh, Jeff Keighley's thing. It, it kicked off the season of coverage, as it were. And I thought, uh, all in all, it was a little over 90 minutes, almost two hours worth. All in all, a decent show, I thought. Not a lot that piqued my interest as like a must-have for Luke Lore kind of thing. But compared to what I was expecting, which was you know a little damaged after last year's elongated stretched out coverage i was rather impressed with the summer game fest i, I thought it was good it's fine okay all right fine <laughs> i was, I was waiting for Joe to see. Ring now? i mean i gave it a nine so yeah uh, yeah that makes sense uh yeah. no i thought summer game fest um i i didn't enjoy it too much and i'm i'm usually pretty positive on these shows i don't look for a whole lot right if there's like one or two kind of big mm-hmm. games that excite me then it's fine and that's mm-hmm. where I was on this. There's two games, the first one and the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big Borderlands guy. I've always loved Borderlands. So Tiny Tina's Wonderland is um, Wonderlands is really, really, really exciting for me. Because if you're not a Borderlands fan and listening to this, the best content in Borderlands history is probably Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon or Assault on Dragon Keep, which was the biggest expansion for Borderlands Two. There was always a running joke among the Borderlands community that they need to make a game out of that um, because it was so good and it could be so interesting. And uh, they've done that. So you're going to get like the Borderlands world with more of a like D&D style RPG mechanics, which is just incredible to me. Um, So super pumped for that. And then if you want Joe and I to take over for 90 minutes on Elden Ring, we can do that. I mean, um, Elden Ring is phenomenal looking absolutely one of the best trailers i've watched for me personally in a while Um, well that was the big get for his show and we talked when we did the branding idea discussion in the last cast co-op that we would really be interested to see how they distinguish each other elden ring seemed to be the big get for jeff keely 
for Summer Game Fest. It seemed to excite a lot of people. And as fans of From Software, Soulsborne-style games, both of you lost your minds in, in the best ways, right? In the I ways saw Joe's reaction. Joe, Joe was really like me. As soon yeah. as it came up, I was chatting with some other guys, and I was like, oh, my God, it's Elden Ring. It's coming. And then mm-hmm. as soon as you, know, you start, it's a three-minute trailer. It's, it's meaty, right? Yeah. And Joe can kind of back me up on this. Like, if, if even it... If you know the Souls games and are familiar with the Souls games, Bloodborne, etc., there's so many things in that trailer that are both like uh, new to the franchise mm-hmm. you've never done before, but also kind of reminiscent of other experiences you may have had. And it just, mm-hmm. oh, I was on the edge of my seat the whole time, like screaming. I was like, oh my God, I'm in. So uh, yeah, it's just one of my favorite trailers of the whole week. Uh, I think, you guys can correct me, I think it's literally the most viewed trailer out of any of the trailers yes. that have come out this past week. Like. I said, I think I said before, people underestimate how big the Souls community is. Mm-hmm. Um, and this mm-hmm. is just showing it. This game's going to be a mega hit. And yeah. Joe, you stopped your Bloodborne countdown to do an Elden mm-hmm. Ring countdown, right? That's right. That's yeah. right. And as well, like, Bloodborne doesn't deserve it as much, but fair. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I took you were all the way up here, and I just <laughs> exactly. No, it's 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 as of what as of recording. It's to. 217 days but as this premieres live it's 216 days until the launch of elden ring and uh yeah i'm, right? I'm pretty much till tomorrow right what's that 215 yes. 215 don't miss it luke uh <laughs> <laughs> so oh, yeah God, no, i am <laughs> oh shut up with your naps this guy naps you ass. see what happened Jesus. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm I'm on board with Ains. I'm not one of those people that do a lot of reaction stuff um, because usually they're just my thing. But since he's reacting to every single show, what I mean, yeah, I mean like the the trail stuff. You know, like we're like, oh gosh, like oh my god, there's a guy with a sword. That stuff. Um, But since this is something that me and my community uh, gush over, I felt that I was compelled to do it, and um, this is. Yeah, this is the culmination of everything that Fro has learned with Demon Souls onward. Like mm-hmm. Ains, you're 110 right. You got the verticality from uh, from Sakura. You have the the magic from oh, someone's outside. Anyway, you have you have the magic esque abilities from like Dark Souls or Demon Souls there. And yeah, it's just everything that. It just looks so good. <laughs> and like the open worldness of it, the way that they describe this world, the huge hub world and just how everything interconnects with the huge hub world, the way that they're talking about it is they're selling me that this is from software Ocarina of Time. And that's what's getting me very, very hyped because from 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 games, these games are very much love letters to the old, you know, uh, 3D Zelda games, so of like Ocarina. So I'm really, I'm really all in, man. This is I watch this trailer every single day just to feel <laughs> something again. And like the online component too seems really awesome, where you could party with three other people and just traverse the world together. Like it's, yeah. I, <laughs> just continue. <laughs> I, I'll go on too long. Everything that just had me had me like there wasn't a moment in this trailer that I don't look back and go, oh my God. They're no, good. it's it's like every every cut, right? It's almost yeah. like Halo, which we're gonna get to, but every cut was purposeful. Uh, yes, and said it meant something, something 
to the community. Exactly. Hassan, who is a, uh, he's not a Souls guy, and we just bullshit, of course. Um, yeah. But he's like, oh, it's just Dark Souls 4. And I was like, dude, I was like, you're just showing that you don't know anything about the Souls yes. games because that, that trailer alone, there's like 20 things that have never been in a Souls game before. Yeah. Um, and then we've learned more detail since. Um, which you can find on seasongaming.com, which, um, you know, are just really, really interesting, right? Uh, you can be, they have full melee builds in this. Yeah. Um, not melee, excuse me. Uh, magic again, like you said. So it's like you've got that melee magic combination. You've got your mounts, you've got your co op, you've got uh, meaningful characters and like open world that transcend into seamless dungeons, as you were talking about. I mean, it just sounds, just sounds freaking brilliant. You know, biggest, yeah. biggest game they've ever done. They said by far. Um, people are, there was a <clears throat> go figure, right? Kotaku ran an article today saying that, um, it's easier, but doesn't have difficulty options. And I'm like, that's not what from software said, uh, yeah. you took it out of context. Basically what they're saying is because of the co-op, because of some of the new features in the game, it's more approachable. There's more kind of things there for people, um, to use, but that the encounters would still be everything, you know, and love about souls. I don't know why my camera went blurry. Uh, yeah. Don't I was like, that's it. weird. There we go. Sorry. Yeah. Um, also, both of the RTX is, is not cap. You only hear me and not the whatever is going on outside because it's annoying me right now. No, I can't hear it. Really no, good. we don't hear it. Um, yeah, that, that, that aggravated me, that me Kotaku thing. And but it's I Kotaku. Also, like I, yeah. A buddy of mine posted it, and I was like, never drink Kotaku, man. Like, just no. mute them and ignore them because they're a waste but of time. I, I had a bit of a frustrating talk with Kyle because I was like, Kyle, come on. This is – we could co-op together. Like, you want an easier experience? Here it is. He's like, yeah, but you're just going to do everything. It's like the sense of achievement's not going to be there. I'm like, well, Come on now. You want the sense of achievement, but you don't want to achieve it. Come yeah, on. Yeah, you can't have your cake you know? and eat it too. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, now, the one thing, I, Joe, maybe you saw. So I, I, I went through all the details. Like I said, it's on our site. And I'm, I'm being serious. I'm not just plugging. Yeah. But one of the things that was said, and I'm trying to find it, is that the, the hub, kind of the open world section, is two to four player co-op for the first time. But yeah. then if you if you look in their more recent details they shared, and I'm trying to find them, there they are. Oh, there's crafting as well. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> sorry, I'm just, there you go. Game supports multiplayer as previously noted. However, Miyazaki specifically said, this is from IGN, by the way, during mm -hmm. exploration on the open fields. Um, but then there was like a comment basically where you get into the dungeons, right? Mm. Uh, I don't know if it's still two to four player co-op or if it's more like a, a hub shared system and then you kind of go off in certain sections you have to adventure on your own i don't know that'd be interesting yeah that'd be super interesting that would kind of um then you would maybe have your bonfires where you could team up with people like demon souls did that pretty darn well um yeah you can have like like little checkpoints where you all just meet up and then yeah. just venture out into and the then dungeon. venture out and it says yeah. uh spirits you collect which they showed briefly in the trailer um, and you can summon them and they can have different roles. So you can have like a melee spear, uh, you know, magic spear. And they're upgradable as well. Yes. So they're almost like kind of co-op characters or followers, if you will, from yeah. other RPGs. IGN said something along the way that made me want to yell uh, the C word into my shirt. It was similar to Pokemon. And I was like, get out. <laughs> Just get out. Your That's one of those things someone writes for the SEO optimization. Yes. Yeah, thank you. You get it. <laughs> like, that is that is such an SEO bullshit word. Yeah. 
It's like, let's add Pokemon to Elden Ring and see if we can mm -hmm. explode this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so I looking looking at that comment made made some brain cells just commit suicide. But (laughs) I will say that what that is an evolution on is the 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 phantoms that you'd have. Like in Bloodborne or Demon Souls, or, or sorry, Dark Souls, that you 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 find a app, you know, an apparition or an item that you summons a, a character, and they'd help you, but usually they kind of be a little bit broken, or maybe overpowered for that boss. Yeah, so they work balance extremely well. Yeah, so this yeah. is a good way to kind of actually explore that aspect yeah. of 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 their series. So I'm. I'm excited to see how that works, and maybe that's a replacement for your multiplayer friends. So look, Luke does not care. <laughs> Fly no. my little Halo wasp around. You're right. Let's I'm continue. Gonna, I'm gonna grapple to it and hijack. Yes. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. By the way, last last thing on Elden Ring is um, mm-hmm. I, I'm just very thankful the character creator returns. One of my Sekiro's not in my top from games, like top mm-hmm. three. Um, one of the thing, one of the reasons why is it just didn't have the same fun for me not being my own character and being able to have those rpg builds right different classes different statistics sekiro is just it removed all of that and i i didn't like that as much sam i said hornet uh, i said wasp it's definitely a hornet i'm sorry guys i'm sorry oh i thought sorry, it was sorry everybody yeah, i mean come on if we're gonna talk halo get your shit together i know, I know. um all in all it sounds like elden ring really saved that show for you guys is, Big is what time. i'm hearing yeah. yeah um and i think uh in the context of everything, it was the third best show, you know, out of all the shows with the Xbox ones being one and two, uh, accordingly, <laughs> which might might say something uh, yeah. for sure. Bots, Xbox. Yeah, fair. Yeah, this, <laughs> this, this week, everybody seems to be. Um, I will say amusedly, the Ubisoft conference was on that the following Saturday, and that brought a whole heap of emotions for me because I was really impressed with Rainbow Six, Six Extraction. And then they stayed on it forever, which really I thought hurt the pacing of the show. Talked more about Rainbow Six and then more about Rainbow Six. And after that, they talked about Rainbow Six. Uh, (laughs) Mario and Rabbids was in there. And unfortunately, that got ruined for a lot of people because it was spoiled. Um, And then the one that I was excited about but had a very mixed reception was Avatar. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's the one I'd like to actually start on our discussion for Ubisoft. I was really impressed with the Avatar visuals, with the potential of the gameplay, um, whether you like the movie or not, I think it's fair to say that it's ripe for a lot of gameplay opportunities. And as someone who did like the movie, my mind started racing with possibilities there. But overall, I was rather impressed with what we saw from the Avatar stuff because I had forgot that game was being made. And it really made me feel good that, okay, this group's also working on Star Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's a stretch, but it's a fan. It's, a, you know, when you're watching as a fan, you, you think as a fan. Um, so all in all, I, I was... I was I liked that a lot. I don't know how you guys felt about the Avatar showcase, and then you know just Ubisoft in general. So from what I heard, when I saw the trailer, I was like, okay, Avatar is not my thing, but the game genuinely looks looks good. And what Kyle told me was uh, because I've been lost in the E3, you know, stuff as well. Was Disney saw Ubisoft's Avatar game? Mm-hmm. And they liked it so much that that's why they gave massive also the Star Wars. Is that, is, I saw that today as well, but I didn't check into its validity. Is it? That's the same. Yeah. I don't know if it's yeah. legit. Yeah, there's no, no there's way for a, us to find an article. 
you know, yeah, there's an article <laughs> by Joe Scrabbles from IGN. So yeah, that, okay. that states, yeah. So like that's cool. Like if that if that's the case, I'm like, all right, then if this game is impressing Disney, then hopefully that means it's 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 got a lot of promise to it. So it's just a CG thing, but honestly, I forgot how how interesting the world's fauna is. Mm-hmm. Um in like so much from Star Wars. Exactly. Yeah, very much so. So I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm interested. I'm excited, but nothing like I'm getting out of my chair and, you know. Mm. Right. Yeah. So, so one of the things we talked about on BitCast too, uh, Luke, which you remember, right, is that a lot of people don't realize because it's been like a decade or more, whenever, when did Avatar come out? It's been a long time. A long time. 2009. We found that out. Okay, I was going to say 2010. So yeah, uh, 2009. Um, but <laughs> many people don't know that James Cameron has made four you heard me Four more avatar movies. Um, and they begin rolling out next year, 2022. So it, it goes to, um, people might now forget how big avatar was. Avatar took over the conversation. That movie was incredibly big. Um, and you had people on YouTube, literally in blue paint, speaking the language from the movie. I mean, it, it took over part of the culture for a time. Well, for- for context, it was the highest grossing film of all time worldwide until Avengers did uh, Endgame, I believe. It's true, yeah, until the comic mo- The last decade has been... And then Avatar movies. came back in theaters in China, and then it's, <laughs> it took its <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, why, did, why did you say it like that? Sometimes yeah. I just miss them. You know? Did you count the lead? <laughs> it, t- it took me a second. As soon as I said, why'd you say it like that? It clicked. I got it. Never mind. So, yeah. Uh, if you, um, you got the legal sales tickets. Uh, I think Endgame still won. <laughs> definitely won. That's the one we want it to win, um, right? It's definitely Endgame. But like, Endgame's still so a better movie. The point, the point being that... Uh, the point being that... um. This game, you know, it, I agree with you, Luke. It, it's next gen only or current gen only. He's still playing with toys over here. Um, so I got a banshee. Are we can talk about Halo. I'm very excited for Halo. Uh, that's <laughs> not the a banshee. The show is the one that's this is a banished banshee. Yes, but it has a specific name. The banished banshee does. Yes. Atriarch. Well, oh. what, what a fake fan again. What a fake fan. Telling you, do you, know, you even know what's going on over here? Yeah. And, I, and I'm going to look it up because I forget what it's called too. That's but anyway. right. That's right. <laughs> 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 uh shit what was like you keep throwing me off um, oh it's it's the new consoles only in pc right and i think yeah. it did look good and to your point if you think about that world and the characters and obviously building your own avatar right mm-hmm. uh there's a lot of possibilities for gameplay there and if they if the game's built well big open world which ubisoft is good at world building I don't always agree with their fetch questy stuff and it's bloat and all those issues that we see in some other games. Um, but in terms of world building, they do a really good job. So, um, which of course may be just as well uh, with uh, Disney seeing it and agreeing for them to do Star Wars. It could be a big part of that. And so, I play uh, a fetch questy Star Wars all day. I'm just tired of doing it in Assassin's Creed over <laughs> right. and over again. But and I'm not being silly. Like Valhalla is getting what like another two seasons worth of content the game's already like 100 hours but it's it's all good it's just more of it i'm tired of it in assassin's creed all day for star wars would i be would yeah. i do that okay so yeah. yeah so anyway my, my point was merely that avatar is about to be big again when the new movies come out they're going to be big um and they could push boundaries i mean avatar pushed technical boundaries when it first released it had mm-hmm. unique 3d and the rumor or not rumor he said it 
Cameron has said that they were he was waiting on the technology to catch up so that he could do these next versions of the movie. So if it hits, my point being, if it hits, blows the box office away, and Ubisoft builds this game well, it's going to be a massive hit. And yeah. I, I think it was a good surprise because I was pretty disappointed in the Ubisoft show until mm -hmm. that hit. It didn't save it for me like Elden Ring, you know? But I thought it was a nice surprise because mm -hmm. we haven't heard about that game in a very long time. I'd forgotten. Like, we're building an avatar game. That was like years ago. Um, mm -hmm. And so it was cool for it to show up. But the rest of the show, I agree with you. They spent way too much time on Rainbow yeah. Six. Way too much time. Way too much time. Um, and Extraction doesn't look good. I didn't That's, think it looked that great either. No. Um, like they're just, they're just like, like putty enemies from from you know power rangers it seems like and you're fighting them and it's like it takes the allure of what rainbow six is awesome about right it's about fighting the bad guys right it's about terrorist hunting and all that stuff and i get it it's not uh cool anymore for the ign headlines but i dig that that's what like i'm i think of games like rainbow six vegas and how awesome they are because they're they're grounded in what seems to be reality mm -hmm. and this one I get it. Like it'll, apparently UFOs exist now, but like even then, like I can't believe this extraction game. I was and that's say, what takes it out for me. You know? Yeah, the enemies look like a poor version of the enemies from Prey, the new Prey. Yes, like what they that was very fun to play because of the variety and how you could approach them. You could get abilities. Like this is just guns against bland-looking aliens. But anyway, too much time on that. Then they spent too much time on Rocksmith. It's like cool. That's a cool game. I love the concept of it. But it's again, it's a niche audience. You're spending ten minutes of an hour long show inter interviewing people about Rocksmith. Like, yeah. it's just it's just a bad idea. Xbox has made those same mistakes in the past when we've criticized their shows. It felt like yeah. it felt like Ubisoft had watched an old Xbox show from a few years ago and was like, "Yeah, that's what we need to do." Yep. It, it was odd because pacing was the name of the game, and and and. <laughs> Somehow Xbox really did manage to pull it off in a 90-minute showcase with a lot of content, uh, and that was that following Sunday. Goodness gracious, pacing is everything in shows like this. Sony's botched it. Yeah. Sony's nailed it. Xbox has botched it, nailed it, Nintendo, et cetera, et cetera. We've seen the goods and the bads. But my goodness, did this Xbox showcase start well, showcasing pre-alpha footage of Starfield, which a lot of people were taking calling it CG erroneously. It wasn't CG. It was in-engine alpha footage. Yeah, um, and, and Pete, I don't know if you heard, not to interrupt you, Luke, but on there was a, a Twitter Spaces conversation with Aaron Greenberg and Pete Hines today mm -hmm. on Twitter mm -hmm. that was live. And in that, Pete Hines, they were laughing that people thought it was CG. Um, and Pete Hines clarified after speaking to Todd Howard and said it's not only in-engine, it's all in-game assets. So everything that was shown is modeled in game as it's cool. impressive that's yeah. impressive yeah. that impresses uh, me a whole lot more because every time you get an engine shot i'm like yeah but that's gonna that's gonna change <laughs> right yeah. vertical slice in engine is very different than than full game for sir for sure um but nonetheless started off very quickly gave the release date uh for that game which is 11 11 22 uh 10 11, years after 10 years. 11 years after skyrim yep which was day. 11 11 11. Yeah. Um, really happy to see that. That's a good date for that game. Uh, they don't need to rush and try and make a release date where the game's not ready. Uh, I'm pleased with that. And if they have to delay again, fine. I'm just, I'm, I'm appreciating the wave of responses to AAA games being delayed with God of War Ragnarok and uh, Horizon Forbidden West. I don't think that one got delayed, um, but we just don't have a date for it. But people are saying, take it your will. time, get it right. Gotham 
Gotham Knights got delayed. I want to I want to see good games come out when they're ready, not be rushed. Um, like looking at Avengers and Cyberpunk and a lot of the the botched launches of last year. Um, so I'm I'm I was pleased by a good way to start that show. Uh, and then they kept going. They really kept going. They showed Back for Blood, which turned a lot of people's heads. I was genuinely quite impressed with Back for Blood. What did you guys think? Well, I have I have a question about Starfield um, because it. it hasn't been bashed in my skull just yet. Mm-hmm. Is it? Do you think it's coming to PlayStation Five? You think? <laughs> uh, there's there's a chance. There's a chance. I, I, love, I love that they literally, you know, when they ended and Sarah Bond came out, and, and do we need to talk about Sarah Bond for a little bit? We could. Um, <laughs> oh my God, the thirst! Republicans. All right. <laughs> That was a private conversation. We that was a private conversation. Okay. Anyway, they is <laughs> attracted to Sarah Bond. So are we? Continue. Yes, it's yeah. a unique situation. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> she was <laughs> she was standing in front of the the advertisement. And did you see how big Xbox exclusive was on that? <laughs> it was yes. bigger than the font of Starfield. <laughs> it was. So why are you even asking the question? <laughs> and the it's best answered. part is, did you see Metro? The the it's a poor outlet from the UK. One of the yeah. baby. But it comes out. It's like might still come to PS5. It's like Jesus, guys. Like, can't you take a hint? Yeah. I just scrolled back and I'm looking at that exact part right now, and it's like they didn't even put Sarah Bond in the middle of the frame. <laughs> no. Put her on the left. It's exactly. Exclusive. Exactly. That's uh, funny. God, they spelled it out for you guys. So you still couldn't. No, Back for Blood is cool. I'm really psyched for that game. I want to know if it's crossplay. Because yeah. though yes, it's day one in Game Pass. I will prefer to play that on my PlayStation. Oh okay. um, yeah, I don't think they mentioned that, did they? Whether it has crossplay, I mean, but like if they do some really forward thinking stuff. So like if the party leader has the season pass or expansion pass, whatever, mm-hmm. um, everybody like will be able to enter that content with the the party leader, which is awesome. That means Fantastic. we like I can make Luke buy all the expansions and I just join them. Yeah, <laughs> and I will. Well, he gets um, it free on Game Pass. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> but but it's good for not splitting your player base when your entire game depends upon having a player base. Turtle Rock learned that with Evolve. Um, I I will (laughs) plug the next upcoming episode of XEP uh, because I talked to the guy who's making the Anacrusis, which is a first-person shooter uh, fighting hordes of aliens. It's Left 4 Dead, and it's made by the guy who made Left 4 Dead's 1 and 2. Um, And he he literally talks about the player base is so important to those games, co-op games rely on that and so to see back for blood going into game pass officially to see that it's going to have a player base they're not going to split it by what content you purchased and not very forward thinking and likely is going to extend the life of that game uh pretty healthily which i I was uh i was quite pleased it really did look like left for dead 3 right yeah that was cool yeah it really does yeah it looks amazing and sorry if you see me staring off i'm literally trying to find anything from them on crossplay but i can't find anything that's but uh, no, it looks great, and uh, the the whole uh, Game Pass thing leaked ahead of the showcase as well because they put up a <laughs> they put up a YouTube video that you couldn't watch, but you could see the description, and it literally said "Coming to Game Pass October 12th. Uh, Some poor intern had a rough day. I know, day. I know, it's bad. A rough but, um, day. But uh, no, that looked fantastic, and I think um, you know again the quality of that game. It, it's right in the heart of that season. To October 12th is an aggressive date. Um, but if, as you said, it, it's on all platforms, if it does have cross play, then this is going to be a big win. I mean, there's, there's definitely thirst for this game. The other kind of two heavy hitters before we get to the, to the meat of the show, 
Contraband is which, a new game out of Avalanche. Which, by the way, just you saying that shows how much was in this show. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because I, I don't say that lightly. Contraband is a new game out of Avalanche, which was the rumored acquisition that uh, was going to happen. <laughs> YouTubers, get a life. What's better than um, 23 than 29? Oh, gosh. Look at these insiders. It 30, kills, 27. It kills <laughs> me. It kills me. These insider clickbait. Oh, he's going on his rant. Get him. Uh, yeah. Get him. The Luke. definitive edition. I hate it. Um, And then uh, <laughs> Stalker 2, which looked good, but was a very, I thought, I thought a very boring trailer, but I saw Did others you? very high on it. Yeah, I was not, I was not Contraband? impressed. No, no, no. Uh, no I'm thinking about Chern- uh, Stalker 2. Uh, Stalker 2. Oh, There's, sorry. Contraband. Let me, real quick, Contraband on Contraband. was conceptual like, CGI. I, yeah, right. I like that it said Xbox Game Studios in partnership. Whatever, we'll see if that means anything more, right? But I, I'm not a fan of that Contraband trailer in general because mm-hmm. it's an announcement without really saying anything. It said open world co-op, showed mm-hmm. a guy working on a car, and then right. it was done. And it's like you, you don't need to be in this showcase for that. You just don't. I, I, I think yep. they did a good job of making it short as an mm-hmm. announcement, but still, you, you've told me absolutely nothing. Well, I think they had to do that, though, because that was the off-rumor Project Typhoon, right? Yes, it was. And I think that's why they needed to get it in there. Um, in a yeah. different show, I'd be upset. <laughs> I'd yeah, be real upset. In a I, different believe show. Believe me, I'm being nitpicky. The show was brilliant. Yeah. Um, but anyway, but, what, what was the next one? I'm sorry. Well, Stalker 2 was the one that I was just going to be like, I thought that was a really visually impressive trailer, but it was too long and a little slow. Uh, and it also looked like a met, a, an upport of Metro Exodus, which makes yeah. sense given that they're spiritually successing one another. But um, I, I liked, uh, I, I thought it was cool. But all of that was the, the the preamble to when it really kicked off with what I would argue were my hype moments, and surprisingly, quite a few other people's Sea of Thieves, which consistently has a huge audience, but not a lot of people think about it as being like a big game. Yeah, sea yeah. of Thieves had a huge announcement with a content drop in their season three, uh, a pirate's life, a crossover, a healthy, like meaty crossover uh, with Pirates of the Caribbean, which is a match made in heaven. There's voice acting, there's cutscenes, there's all types of stuff happening. Um, I know I lost my mind as did several of my friends. It was it was healthy. I was impressed. Now, so, my question is that really Johnny Depp or not? No, it's a voice actor. Miles Dampierre was dead set on it being Johnny Depp, and I was like, no way, dude, no way. But it's a Uh, good voice actor. Apparently, Disney had to cut ties with him over the damn court case Uh, stuff with uh, with the the lying Amber Heard who lied. Yes. Um, So anyway, apparently he can't, but uh, (laughs) it sounds like a good voice actor. Real quick, I know you guys want to talk about Sea of Thieves, which is great. Stalker 2, I'm going back to for one second. Have you watched it in the 4K? Trailer. Yeah. Yes. Oh my. It's goodness. impressive. It's real yeah. impressive. Yeah. Uh, you know, to anybody that's listening, go back and do yourself. Watch the 4K presentation on whatever the best resolution screen you have. Yeah. It's like right a different. Context. It's night and day. It's night and day. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, Sea of Thieves. I'll be quick because I'm not as nearly as big a fan as you guys. But one thing I want to point out with this, as you kind of alluded to, is this is one of those things where I watch it and I'm like, oh, okay. You know, like it doesn't do anything for me personally, mm-hmm. but people have to realize just because you don't like it, as you alluded to, this mm-hmm. is Sea of Thieves with Disney and Pirates of the Caribbean. This is a huge, huge thing. It's going to be millions mm-hmm. of people 
that check this out. Never mind, however many potential new people check it out because of this. Mm -hmm. So this was a huge announcement. I think some people glossed over it because it wasn't their hardcore thing, to your point or whatever. But um, yeah, really, really big get. So you and I play Sea of Thieves regularly. Um, we saw this and lost our minds. But tell me, tell me your take on it now that we've had some time to cool off. So yeah, no, Sea of Thieves looks like what we've all kind of wanted, right? Uh, ever since like just starting up for the first time, you always think to yourself, man, wouldn't this be awesome if we saw Jack Sparrow or like the Black Pearl or any of that? Because like that's mm -hmm. what I think a lot of us going into our pirate fantasies, that's the first thing that pops in our head. So seeing this, I'm over the moon excited. Um, I'm I'm all in. I want to see new enemies. We got them. I'm tired of whacking skulls with a sword. So let's mm -hmm. do it, man. I'm I'm really excited to play this and it's as a recording next week. Yeah. So it's that it's something to get excited about very soon. So one of the things that really struck me with this show, um, which they've gotten criticized for before, rightfully so, um, is that they they did a really good job of having from the show content that literally drops next week, the week after the show, all the way through like the beginning of next year. And I don't mean like something in July and then something in January, right? They've literally got stuff lined up just ongoing. Um, in fact, right after the show, and we're going to talk about a lot more games, of course, but they released two kind of roadmaps, if you will, of their releases. And at one point they're releasing a new game to game pass, like every two weeks. Mm -hmm. um, it's just, there's a, there's an awful lot coming and that's only Xbox. Which is yeah. crazy to think about. It's wild because we talked to that about them needing to make third-party deals until their full cadence comes yeah. up with Xbox Game Studios, and that's happening. Games big and small, and that, that was cool to see. So uh, can I, I need to. I, I get a lot of things wrong. Let me toot my own horn for one second. Okay. Because you remember, like a few months ago, we were talking either on this show or Bitcast or both. And we were talking, you guys were asking me about the, the the path, the roadmap, if you would, of Game Pass and subscribers and content delivery. Okay. And I, I said at the time that with these studios and where they are, their path and their core tenant will be to release a major first party game every quarter. Yes. Uh, and then fill it basically with other games in between. What did they come out this week and literally said when Phil Spencer and, not, and Satya started off the week, they said our path is to release a major first party game every quarter. No, you're right like, i didn't think to include that in our discussion but but that did happen after last last co-op cast co-op last cast co-op yes yeah. it, it basically yeah. was the preamble to what we're talking mm -hmm. about you're yeah. right and that was i thought very endearing and a good way to kick off it was uh off the show you're right so but uh, anyway sorry a last thing on sea of thieves i think this is especially cool because it's a good amount of content it's not like a one and done real quick thing but it's a disney partnership and when you take that into account and then you think about Indiana Jones, uh, the potential of Star Wars, that's a, that's a nice mit match right there. Uh, and the player base of Sea of Thieves is big and growing bigger, which is which is really cool. Um, yeah. So I think that's that's something to consider is that Disney had to approve on this one. Mm -hmm. And that's a that's a just a talking point for down the road. I think Indiana, go ahead. I think that's astute <laughs> um, yeah. because that's one of the things that stuck out to me is, OK. They're literally putting Disney's name up on the screen, which they have to because they're using Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, sure. And I'm sure there's contracts around that. But you can absolutely foresee with the way Microsoft is looking at gaming and Disney being as big and popular as they are right now, mm -hmm. you can absolutely see 
Microsoft and Xbox working towards ongoing partnerships there with IPs. One hundred percent. Yep, fully agree. Fully agree. Honestly, and I and I hate because this will bring a fanboyish argument. I PlayStation dead, more time. Joe. Let it go. It's dead. Just kill dead. it. Just change it to the achievement room. We already we got picked it. the name for you. Just move yeah. on. Mm-hmm. No, honestly, I thought PlayStation had a little bit more time, and I did not think that the ball would roll so fast for Microsoft. Where, like, we again, uh, like you said, like we did talk about that, didn't we? Mm-hmm. That it felt like Microsoft still needed like another year before things started to kick off, but they're moving. No, oh, they're moving way faster than yeah. I think anybody gave them credit for, and. Yeah, like if I'm if I'm PlayStation and I'm in, sitting in the boardroom, I'm I'm I have to break a sweat at some point, mm-hmm. you know. See, seeing this the showcase was just top notch, man. Their IP are still stronger. Their IP sure. are still right stronger now. for now. But there's a future proofing being built right into the Microsoft plan right now, yeah. which, is, which is fascinating. Um, we talked about the meat of the Xbox show. What I've discussed thus far is the first twenty minutes. And I crazy. think that is crazy because I'm, I'm, I've got it up on my tablet as we talk right now. I'm going to skip over some Yakuza stuff that we saw a really good Battlefield presentation. 12 mm-hmm. minutes was shown. Mm-hmm. Uh, Psychonauts 2 was shown. Psychonauts 2 yes. made an appearance 24 minutes in just to, again, give you an idea of how much content was dropped. Which they, also- if you like Psychonauts like me, because these guys don't, uh, <laughs> they did they did more on Psychonauts 2 today. Um Double Fine did an oh, really? in-depth thing. So if you haven't seen that, it's out there. It's stunning, and that game's coming in August. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It uh, looks fun. I'm going to try it out for sure. August was the name of the game right there because we have uh, Psychonauts 2 is, I would say, the biggest one. Hades is also dropping in on Game Pass, which is incredible. I mean, that game is, is renowned. I've not played it myself. I'm quoting others. But it looks incredible. I've been waiting. Um, yeah. Same. Same. And 12 Minutes, I believe, is also scheduled for August. August is packed with Game Pass games. Yep. Uh, incredible. Incredible. Only three of the games shown at the Xbox conference were not Game Pass, by the way. Battlefield was one of them. Yep. Battlefield, um, Far Cry 6, and... Um, oh, for God's sake. Diablo? Talk- Thank you. I've t- I was going to say, I've talked about this about 20 times. Diablo. Before, yes. Diablo. But every other game is launching on Game Pass, which is nuts. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it makes sense. Now, Joe, before we get to Halo, will you please do your Diablo voice just one more time? What do you mean? Like this? Decade <laughs> from Diablo yeah, with my little niece, nephew, whatever the hell her name is, Leah. Spoiler <laughs> alert, she's Diablo. I love it so much. What was that? He's Deckard Kane, man. Oh, I get That's it. Right. I get it. it Are you guys good. Diablo fans or no? A little. I dabbled here or there. I like Diablo. I like Diablo 3. The answer, I did not the lose no. So, no. I just didn't lose my mind on it. Um, I didn't get, didn't get it. It, it didn't. My mother didn't. So this is like her, my, my mother's peak Catholicism. So she would not let me buy this game as a kid because she saw Diablo and let's be honest, the face of the devil on the cover. cover and uh, she wouldn't. She wouldn't. I she remember wouldn't, you mentioning that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I do it. regardless. Diablo 2 Resurrected is a massive, massive release. Um, not just for it, Xbox, right, but for all platforms. Um, okay, yeah. so is it, and I'm asking sincerely, is yes. it really, or yes. is it a lot for the people yeah. that make content because we're at this age? No, no. it's a no, massive it's release. Gonna be, it's going to be massive. All right, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm there for it. I think it looks cool. That looks so, like a fun game. Yeah, Di- Diablo's fan base is gigantic uh, to mm-hmm. begin with. Um, Diablo 2 is considered by 
many, many, I'd say the majority of people to be the ARPG GOAT. Um, It's not just in Diablo, but all ARPGs ever made, Diablo 2 is the top. Um, So people have been requesting this for more years than you can think. The fact that it's coming to all platforms, it has series, uh, next current console upgrades, and eight-player co-op, which is the first for Diablo. Um, this, yeah, this game will be huge. I promise you, there'll be million, millions of people playing it. Mm-hmm. That is the game that I probably won't get to right away because it's such a packed season. But I'm all for it. Like it looked good, really and truly, it looked good. Yeah. Now um, it is very for people who are listening who maybe haven't dabbled or only played Diablo three. It's very different from Diablo three. It's much slower yeah. paced. It's methodical, old school uh, ARPG. So if you're not into the kind of more plotting sorting out your items type thing then it's not for you yeah i was gonna say you have to yeah you have to set that expectation huh okay all right gents the big one let's do it the big one halo infinite we said we went on record uh multiple shows we've talked about microsoft needed to reintroduce halo infinite for like the fourth time and they needed to get it right because last year we saw a lot of good gameplay, but a lot of problems. And of course, they were nitpicked to death. They came out, they had Bonnie Ross, they had Joseph Staten. They talked about what made Halo Halo. And they showed us some campaign stuff, explained a few things. And, and I would argue a very well, well explained way uh, and justified some, some canonical things and then showed us the game. We saw the game. It wasn't forever, but it wasn't short either. Uh, and they transitioned from campaign to multiplayer uh, in an awesome way. And while I'm the Halo, I'm a Halo fan. Statues are all around me. I got the Mega Blocks next to me just to make this little bit because it's fun. Just, just, just flying around. Um, it looked absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. If you go back to Joe's Twitch and watch our reactions. Bless Joe's heart, because I was 10 seconds ahead of him, and I was not going to stop it at that point. I was losing my mind. It was awesome. Awesome. Yeah. This is everything we wanted. <laughs> They've answered Game's not out yet. Everyone, we think it. We think it's everything we wanted. We think, we, yeah, I'm sorry. I was getting ahead of myself. I just saw through the future. Because, I'm again, I'm watching the trailer. <laughs> Same. Yeah, yeah, me too. So I'm just like, I'm looking at this, and I'm like, this feels like Halo. But Luke, hear me out here. Mm-hmm. Seems like the combat has evolved. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. There's a <laughs> yeah, soul man. in this. Whereas we've been playing a lot of Halo Five, yeah. and mechanically it's so good, but it doesn't have the soul of Halo. And immediately you see it in these trailers. Yeah. Um. In just like I'm looking at the BR right now, and it's just like, man, that looks like straight straight up. They just ripped it from Halo Two. Like mm-hmm. it just looks how I imagine it in my kid brain. Um, and then, like, again, when I say combat evolved, we take a look at that hook shot, the grapple. That's mm. going to add That's gonna add a layer of verticality and balance between some of the vehicle play as well. Like, that's going to be a power-up that you get. And then all of a sudden, you're like, okay, let me go hunt down a banshee that's been terrorizing my, my match for this game. I'm going to hijack that banshee. Like, that's awesome. Or just like, you know, there are sometimes, a lot of the times, we all feel this, where we're hunkered down in like a, like a, behind a rock. 
and we got like a mile of road, a clear open road, and you got a scorpion right there aiming at you. This could be a thing where we could really play with the physics and really get to that vehicle a lot closer. So I'm or a lot faster. So I'm I'm really I'm really interested how this multiplayer is going to play because I feel like they're playing with the physics mm-hmm. of Halo like we haven't seen in but a very long time. Playing in a fun way. Like they're not just manipulating it to make a game, which is what Halo 5 felt like. They're playing here. And uh again, I'm watching the same I'm watching watching it as we talk. The physics are, are insane. There's the soul of Halo in it. I will absolutely be playing with that grapple hook as many times as possible because it gives me Titan Hall vibes. Um, they double down on the multiplayer being free to play, uh, and it looks it just it just looks stunning. And I, I their soul. I don't know, Ains. Have you played Halo before? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I don't kind of. You seem like a newbie to the series. Yeah, yeah. there there's so much that I could touch on here. Um, when I was in a party chat, uh, I, I'm weird with my big conferences. So my favorite ones have always been obviously Xbox, PlayStation, Fanboy. Um, and so this was the big conference for me. The big, the biggest thing of the conference is Halo because it's my favorite franchise. Um, and when this came on, I was in a party chat, and I was like, "Silence!" I muted everyone and turned it off. I was like, "I need to be alone for this and watch it." And I was losing my damn mind. Um, so if you remember on Bitcast, uh, Luke, um, I call gassed. He said, what do you think they need to do to show well? And I think we all have our opinions. And I said, "For they need to show campaign. They need to reset the narrative. Mm-hmm. And they need to focus on this being chief story mm-hmm. at the head of it. And they need to let us know what narratively the direction the story is going. And I thought what they did very briefly in like 90 seconds with chief and the new AI was set that up really well. And yeah. if you notice, even the wording that Joseph Staten came out and said, he said, this is chief story. And he was very clear about it because people don't want to see Locke, right? And it's nothing against Locke. It's a bad character. He can't replace Chief and never will. Um, So that was good. Then they get the multiplayer, and I was just in awe. And if you haven't watched the 15-minute overview they did the following day, go do it because it's amazing. It's a great overview. Um, But there's so many aspects here, guys. Um, Joseph uh, Staten in in the overview talked about getting back to the core. And what he means by that is arena as a mode, which is four on four map control, power weapon control, really the hardcore pro halo play, right? That's where halo, the core of halo is. And then big team. And this was music to my ears guys, because big team has always been my most fun play halo mode. Um, because I usually play with friends and a lot, you know, a lot of my friends aren't the kind of hardcore about halo like I am. So they're not ultra competitive. So arena can grind on them a bit after time because it's sweaty, right? Um, Whereas big team, you can kind of find a space, jump in a vehicle, have some more fun, right? So if you haven't seen the details on this, uh, big team is going from 8 on 8 to 12 on 12. Mm -hmm. Um, And for those who don't remember, Halo 5 launched without big team battle, which people like me really got on 343 about. The game mechanically, as you said, brilliant. Uh, But missing big team's bad. They finally brought it back, but there were no dedicated 343 designed big team maps. They were built out in Forge. So seeing big team in the multiplayer trailer with capture the flag and vehicle play and all these new abilities like reflecting shots off the shield and the grapple hook and hearing the classic announcer is back as well. They brought them back when he grapples the wasp and it says 
uh, it says uh, Grapple Jack. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be doing that. Like, I don't even care how many times I die trying to do it. Every time someone's in a vehicle, I'm grappling to them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's just there's so, so much in that trailer that harkens back. You kind of touched on it, Luke, that harkens back to the memories we all have and the fun of Halo multiplayer. Um, and it just, it's beautiful. The armor designs are perfect. The cus- the customization of your character they got into in the overview the next day, that's incredible. You should see mm-hmm. like how detailed you can get with it and how much you can change. And I, like I said, guys, I could go on forever, but this is like Halo fans dream come true. 343 is literally nailed every aspect of what I wanted. And I know many people wanted out of them for this game. And assuming it launches well, doesn't have server issues, all the normal stuff we all talk about, it does that. This is going to be a massive, massive game. Yeah. In watching back, uh, I'm watching it right now, and, and in in-game cuts, or in-game uh, footage, in-game engine stuff, all that, no pop-in, very clean, very mm-hmm. detailed, and suggestive that we're going to have a lot of different biomes by way of that Zeta ring. Yes. And I would, argue, um, I would argue that we we maybe venture beyond that ring as well, canonically, um, which I think opens up a lot of story ideas. Now, this is Chief's story. We know the campaign will be there. We know the multiplayer is free. Uh, If they choose to expand in the story aspects of it, I think they could venture out and do some things with Noble Team or with some of the other Halo stories that there are to tell because it looks to me like Infinite is very much a foundation Yep. to be built on for years. And they, I'm they, thrilled by that. They've literally said that. They said yep. that Infinite took so long to build with the new engine and everything because Infinite is our platform mm-hmm. moving forward. This is the the story we're playing in the fall is the continuation of the Reclaimer saga, which right. was the next trilogy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but 100% agree with you. There's so much they can do. They have the new engine foundational built now. They have the platform built. Now they can just add layers of story, and there's so much canon and lore to build mm-hmm. off of uh, in Halo's universe. Uh, the possibilities are really endless. To any Halo fans listening, recommend you read Shadows of Reach. I know that reading's silly, and I get made fun of for doing it, but Shadows of Reach sure. really touches on why Noble Team would Nerd. be in the, the promotional images. Uh, it makes sense, which is cool also. And also, I get a kick out of these people that are like, um the new cortana is not actually named cortana it doesn't matter <laughs> it's new cortana like yeah the name, she named the weapon or something like she's got she's got a name but it's new cortana everybody it's gonna be really interesting to see what they do with that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um did anybody notice i mean how they're trying to remove like make all of their female characters not look feminine it's just crazy did you guys I see this it. i can't believe I- it I don't even know what you're talking about. She should be naked. Like, come on. You didn't didn't see the same. Is this the outrage of the day? Yeah. This this was people, the same people that were mad about Aloy being older, were mad that Cortana looked like a human being this time. As opposed to like some faux. It was ridiculous. Come on. I think this game game looks gorgeous. The reflections look amazing. And I really hope multiplayer does well. Yeah. Yeah. 4K trailer. And on not to jump ahead but on the extended showcase today as we record this that was on thursday um they had uh quinn and uh two other guys i'm gonna forget the names of from 343 out there talking about it today giving mm-hmm. even more details of the guy game. had a cool jacket i want his jacket oh it's quinn's jacket yeah no <laughs> I doubt i want no that doubt. jacket um 
but um they're just yeah the details that they're talking about are just yeah this game is going to consume my life guys Um, it's going to be really cool to see how it's really received by not us Mm -hmm. during this fall when you have call of duty and battlefield and so back for blood will be out and so many other games surprised that that game didn't track higher um yeah i saw that yeah forza was tracking the highest blew my mind forza horizon 5 tracked the highest that means oh, Halo's dead. Forza's trailer was absurd how yeah, good it was. It was. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, no, I agree with you. I do. I I don't know why that is. It's going to be interesting to see, but I can I can tell you in my personal opinion that because it's free to play and it's on PC oh. and Xbox at launch, this is going to be a snowball effect. Um, so. As soon as it launches and, and word spreads that, hey, Halo, you can go play it right now. It's mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting, and I you know I tweeted out the other week, which blew up around Battlefield being seventy dollars multiplayer only, which feels weird in a world where Halo is going to be free to play, Warzone's free to play, Apex is free to play, Fortnite's free to play, um, and I'm I'm very curious as popular as Battlefield is, and I'm in. Trust me, I'm in. You know, on Battlefield, yeah. uh, but um, I'm very curious to see how that lasts or sustains compared to all the free to play shooters. Battlefield looks yeah. dope. It does. This had me thinking, do I need Battlefield? And that's a cool feeling, you know? You're 100% true because we all know too, if you, Halo is a competitive game. Battlefield is chaos. And mm-hmm. you can have fun in Battlefield even if you're not really good because there's so many different ways to approach the game. If you mm-hmm. want to be good at Halo Infinite, it's going to take dedication and time of playing. And if you're one of those people that kind of just jumps in whenever, you're not going to be very good at it because it is a competitive game. And I just know my I wonder. Mind. I wonder if free-to-play changes that. And there's a more approachable set of playlists. Thinking about Warzone is kind of how I'm thinking about this. Like yeah, maybe Call of Duty used to be very sweaty. And now I think the, the free-to-play elements might have changed it. Maybe. And I'm just I'm spitballing. Yeah. But whatever it is, the Halo, it, it looks sharp, not just for people like us. And that was yes. cool. And it has to, it has to be for people not just like us. Yeah. Um, you know, it has to be. So it's yeah, um, a lot a lot of ifs and thens, I think no matter what. As gamers, we all win because look at the variety in competitive games and shooters and everything mm-hmm. that we're getting for the rest of the year and into 2022. It's it's mm-hmm. unbelievable. Yeah. Well, from Halo, we saw a lot of games just just hit one right after the other games that, that were, were small indie stuff to the next step of what Obsidian's Grounded is. And they had a hilarious trailer, which I thought was really funny. That was um, honestly my my trailer show. Yeah, I love really? that trailer. Yeah, because it just mocks what E3 really is at the end. No, of you're day. thinking of Outer Worlds. You're thinking of Outer Worlds. Yeah, Worlds. I thought that's what, what you said. said. Yeah, that's why I thought you Did said. Did I say Outer Worlds? Worlds? Yeah. I thought I said Obsidian's Grounded. Maybe I said uh-huh. Outer Worlds. I'm sorry. I was talking about Grounded. grounded. The one that had the, they turned off arachnophobia. Yeah, that was turned on. Ra- that was what I was referring to. I'm sorry if I, if I missed it. out of us. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then they showed some, some other stuff and i'm just quick scrolling a couple of indie titles a game called shredders which i really thought looked cool game i'm actually big on that yeah you want to talk about shredders heck yeah Let's just talk. for a second because for the og xbox guys amped and amp 2 were very popular games um mm-hmm. and snowboarding games with your friends can be very fun because it's just a bunch of you going down a mountain doing tricks and you know having fun and uh this looks really cool and actually in their youtube description it literally says inspired by games like amped um, which is really cool. So I, I thought that was a neat little plug. And I think the reason that was in there, if you're not aware, is Phil Spencer is a very big snowboard fan. 
Um, so yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if he was like, okay, here's a little indie dev we could spotlight real quick for a cool snowboarding game. Yeah. I liked the Zen vibe of that trailer. Yeah. It really Zen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at it right now and I feel tranquil. If you, and, uh, if and you they can... show the multiplayer, there's like several people going down. I'm like, dude, that'd mm-hmm. be a blast. And again, it's yeah. game pass. Yeah. Type the audio in on that one, Joe, and you'll you'll really feel the zen. It's it's quite good. Um, they're gonna come on XEP in a couple nice. months. Yeah, we talked talked to them today at the time of recording. They're gonna come on XEP, which I'm excited they're about. Do it, XEP. Beep, 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 beep. So sick of it. I tried to be. I was happy for you. Thank you, Ains. I appreciate you being supportive, Mr. Bad Take over there. Um, again, grounded looked good. Replaced looked like a really cool indie title. Um, I'm gonna kind of yes, speed through. We saw some. Euclidean Chronicles is a JRPG love. Which Age of Empires? Age of Empires looks awesome. There you go. I'm trying to scroll through this because we're at 55 minutes of this show, (laughs) but we we literally used half of it just to gush about Halo, and the other half to gush about. Were you guys? And and like I said, I was I watch it myself, so I wasn't watching any of your reaction stuff on it. But were you guys like us in the party chat where we were like, it was like halfway through because it's a 90 minute show, right? It was at like Mm -hmm. 45 minutes, and I'm looking at my clock, and I'm like. Jesus Christ, yes. it's only halfway yes. done. Yeah. Kyle, it, it, Kyle Stevenson it, made that comment uh, mm-hmm. from the trophy room. He made that exact comment. Yeah, I'm like, good God, man, they're crushing it. That's like, I couldn't work. believe what was unfolding in front of my eyes. And again, pacing, because usually that would be like, oh, my God, we're only 40 minutes in. I've got mm-hmm. more. It's like, holy shit, we got 40 minutes and there's more to go. Like, yeah. that is. And it didn't slow down. No. They did a good awesome. job of mixing what people wanted, you know, like. They showed a game that was for me and then a game that was like, maybe for me, game pass, I'll try it. And then a game that wasn't. And then a game that was for me again. And they consistently had that rhythmic uh, appearance of a game that was interesting for me and diversified it for people that weren't. And I there was, was something good. for everyone. It was yeah, yeah very well organized. Well, mm-hmm. to that exact point, I mean, Microsoft Flight Simulator is the next like heavy hitter in the show. Mm-hmm. And that's coming out in July on consoles. Stunning, yep. stunning trailer. Like better than I remember seeing it a year ago for PC. Stunning trailer. They got me real good with that Top Gun chime, which to this day <laughs> will shut my heart down, and I will get pumped. They got some Top Gun DLC coming in, and then today during the extended showcase, they talked about what I would call more arcadey modes coming to Flight Simulator. That made me think, oh, Joe would download this. Luke would download this, whereas never like this. Flight Simulator is a game that I'm gonna you and off from my tablet and never play until yep. I see some of these elements coming in, and I was like, "All right, you know what? Maybe I will fly this to that." Um, I thought that was a, a good way to bring people like myself in and let blend the. I'll never download it, but I'm happy it's there. <laughs> I'm gonna try it. Um, they had on the extended today that I think the game director, one of the guys, and. He did make clear that there's there's new assists, there's new training modules in the console version, but they haven't dumbed it down. You still have to treat it like a flight sim. And kind of what I hoping for selfishly was that they had a, a controller layout that just made it like six buttons. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't sound like they've done that. So we'll see. I, I would like to enjoy it and just kind of have one of those games where you have a cup of coffee and just fly around, you know, goof off. But I don't sure. know. Dan always says it's one of those games you play for five minutes, look at it and be like, okay, that was cool. Yep. But after Flight Simulator, then we saw what I thought was were pictures and videos of Mexico. <laughs> and I'm not being facetious, I'm not blowing smoke. I saw 
some of the most beautiful graphics I've ever seen when they showed Forza Horizon 5. This was on par with the Unreal 5 demonstration that uh, PlayStation did about less than a year ago. Do you guys remember what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, better than that. I, let's be real. Was it better than that? I think so. I, this well, is, it's I, better than that because it's real. It's a game. Yeah. Fair. Okay, fair. <laughs> but I meant like in terms of like how I was like, whoa, that's visually. Really, yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. It just game shouldn't look this good it's just <laughs> wild to me we saw every biome there mexico looks like it's a great choice for a game yes. uh which i know some people were worried about and i understand people being worried when they don't know and then they really just proof in the pudding those cars look beautiful when they so i knew this was uh, coming who when flight sim came up i thought it was i said i was like oh here's forza finally and then flight sim was beautiful and then you could hear the you know forza horizon has that kind of electronic festival vibe right so the the Mm -hmm. music kind of kicked in and you saw it i was like all right here we go and not only was it blowing my mind during the live stream that was the 1080p stream yes yeah if you watch it in 4k the specifically the one on the river which everyone has been showing on social media since and it just sits there and it looks like you're literally watching a live feed of mexico yes Mm -hmm. and and then it just Mm -hmm. pans and the cars just come in and you're playing i'm like yeah. holy shit like Play to ground. your point look it should not look that good and the fact that they recorded all this live scenery and foliage you know the live areas in 12k which they mm-hmm. talked about previously they had the capability to do um and then kind of obviously you know filtered it down for um for uh, 4k is just it's staggering to me man i mean that game was already beautiful this looks to set a, a new uh tone altogether and let's not forget the graphics are only one aspect they showed some really cool multiplayer modes and it mm-hmm. looks like forza has freaking forge now yeah, you literally can create your own games for fun yeah. which yeah. is amazing so yeah this game is just another huge winner i'm very happy they went with uh horizon uh again rather than Same. motorsport um i will say though uh to, not to totally blow this game uh the cars look great i'm not here to say anything negatively but that's when I, when I look at the cards i'm like oh this is a video game like there's a couple of stills that'll trick me for sure sure but when yeah, i'm looking at those cards i'm like all right now nah, yeah, yeah, we're in fair. a video that's game uh, photogrammetry works for fair, you know yeah photogrammetry works for the environments really well but i, I understand the lighting is incredible yeah. in this game it's ridiculous yeah and the it cool thing is they said in in forza vista mode which a lot of people have asked what that is so forza vista is the mode where you can walk around the car get in it start it open the hood um yeah. and do photos right that has full ray tracing implementation as well nice so mm-hmm. those photos that you see people make of you know cars and stuff are going to look beyond ridiculous i mean they'll probably trick some people um that's awesome they get real now put a DeLorean in the in the game. <laughs> well, I think a piece of junk in real life. <laughs> I sat in one and it was it blew my mind. Yeah, it's awesome. Don't get me wrong, yeah. and they're they're worth a lot of money. But uh, segue real quick. True story. When I was in LA three years ago for work, there's mm-hmm. Peterson Auto Museum out there. It's fantastic if you're a car person. One of the best car museums in the country. Mm-hmm. They have a vault. You have to pay extra to get a tour of uh, vault. You say <laughs> a vault. Right. Got excited. Where they have very, like, even more unique cars that are mm-hmm. like crazy, right? And down yeah. there, they have one of the three ever made 24 karat gold DeLoreans. Huh. Instead of the aluminum, you know, the stainless yeah, steel yeah. body, it's literally gold. That's, um, that's cool. Yeah, it's crazy. 
That's cool. They had like Elvis's car. It's a one of one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that kind mm-hmm. of stuff is in the vault down there. That's neat. Yeah, that's cool. So, I'm surprised well, Luke doesn't know more. Because oh, it's vault. He's saying vault boy. Oh, vault boy. Oh, I'm slow tonight, guys. I didn't even pick up on that. Um, Listen, listen, we got to hurry up with these shows. Xbox was good. We liked it a lot. Well, we got a release date for Forza Horizon. November 9th. We didn't get a release date for uh, Halo. That's for holiday. That was interesting to me. Um, They finished up with Redfall, which we thought was very, very promising from Arcane. Looks real good. Did not on paper. Luke's not excited about a vampire game. They put that goddess of a character in front of me and then had the vampire stuff and all that. I was like, yep, mm-hmm, I'm in. It's Arcane, man. One of my favorite studios. The details that have come out about it since the showing are incredibly promising. They said it's an entire island and you can explore the island in arcane fashion, which is amazing because you think of Dishonored, you think of Prey, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm super pumped for this game. You can play it single player. You can play it co-op. Um, yeah, it, I'm pumped, man. Between Deathloop and now Redfall, as usual, arcane killing it. Yeah, I'm glad that the internet has allowed us to thirst over Layla. So yeah, that's all I got. She became a hit right away. Yeah, yeah, she cute. She uh, what an attractive pixel. <laughs> yes, and polygon and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I'm I'm in. Like this game looked cool. I understood like class based. It seems co op infused arcane game, and it's mm-hmm. open world. Yeah, sign me up. Arcane's good. Arcane's great. And and during the show, like I've made note, man, playground so talented. Arcane so talented, right? Obsidian so talented. Xbox has the suite. They thought they have the family of all these super talented studios mm-hmm. now that I'm I'm really happy to see where Microsoft is now. And yeah, they, they single-handedly stole the show. They finished the show in exactly the way I believe I put in multiple of our predictions and, and talked about. I needed them to remind us of all the stuff that we're not seeing at that show. Did they, and and they, I gave you credit for that. I yeah. When it was happening, I said, this is exactly what Luke wanted to see. Yep. I, yep. Thank you. Yeah, they pinged up there all the stuff that they talked about. Fable, they, they, they showed uh, Avowed, and all the things that were on course for Xbox, that, but that didn't need to be shown at the showcase. And that, that was great. Yeah. Um, so all in all, I mean, we, we, we've waxed poetic about this particular conference because it was deserving of that. It was, it was on par with, uh, was it the 2016 PlayStation one yeah. Joe that just, just blew it away. Which one just yeah, blew it away? I believe it's 2016. There was one that was great. And then there was one where they played a flute. So not the, flute yeah, it was either 15 or 16. I know the one you're talking about. I, I never thought that show was that great personally, but that's not to take anything away from PlayStation. They've had some incredible shows. Sure. Um, yeah. Th- this was up there. I thought this was one of, if not the best Xbox show they've ever done. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Heavy hitters, well-paced, not a lot, not a ton of talking in the wrong ways. It no. was awesome. Yeah. The right yeah. people. Um, it was short when they spoke. It was meaningful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, it was, there's like, I hope they see all this feedback and say, okay, here's how we have to do it from now on. Yep. Just follow yep. this for yes. You don't need to change Str- it. Yeah, don't try to reinvent the wheel, Microsoft. Right here. This. This. You have it. We'll see how they handle a live audience next year. Very differently than the Xbox showcase. Right after was Square Enix Presents. And I will not spend a long time on this one, (laughs) but it's worth bringing up because they talked about the new Guardians of the Galaxy game, which I was very down on, as I believe was Joe. And everybody else on the internet seemed to be really excited about. 
kind of threw me for a loop. They sh- they briefly showed the Avengers campaign uh, expansion, War for Wakanda, which I told you guys, look at you both not even paying attention, told you guys was supposed to be their Taken King. Yeah. It was a terrible presentation. Was it? Of what was supposed to be great news. Now, the community for Avengers, really high on this stuff. A lot of good stuff happening there. They really might have a chance to save this game if they care to and they get in there. Joe's saying no, our friend, like, whatever. Like, that's, I'm not here to argue that one way or the other. But it really went to show me in that day for something I was very excited about how you present and how you give information makes all the difference. Matters. Absolutely. All the difference. Is that expansion free? Yep. Yeah. The the monetization model of Avengers is very strange, hard to explain. Um, elements of it are very fair elements of it are very predatory okay and it's it's just odd yeah because it's a looter shooter and square enix remember outriders uh avengers and they did one other that just had a botched launch yeah and i it's 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 odd it's odd they're a weird company man i can't seem to figure them out yeah kind of all over the place yeah i so i you know the xbox show was crazy and then they had kind of a quick post-show thing, and I was trying to write and talk to people, and it was just too busy, so I didn't watch Square Enix Live. Mm-hmm. Um, but as like I'm doing all this other stuff, everyone I talked to was like, oh my god, this Square Enix show is atrocious. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I brought up uh, on some show, and I, I've done too many lately, I can't remember, and I want to get your guys' feelings on now that we're on Square Enix, is they showed like Babylon's Fall, mm-hmm. um, which apparently showed really poorly. Um, and then... They released the uh, Final Fantasy Origin, which is kind of like the Team Ninja. You know, they call it like Souls-like for the demos out on PS5. Rough. And Rough. Uh, I've seen footage and a couple friends have played it and said it's uh, it's Rough. not good. Um, and I, I said this the other day, and I don't mean to be controversial with it, but I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts, is that it feels like... Um, oh, I said it on Backlog Chronicles. So shout out to Mo on Backlog Chronicles. With a lot of these Japanese developed games they just feel like they're not innovating anymore yes feels like they've gotten very comfortable with uh the same kind of storylines the same music tracks the same oh god the world's gonna die and you're the hero who has to save everything uh everything's always very overly dramatic um well wowzers yeah for for the same thing like you can be dramatic about stuff but it's always the same synopsis and then the gameplay just it's either hack and slash or it's this old style turn-based RPG. It just feels very stale to me. And none of these games that I can think of, like Elden Ring's the exception, right? Like we'll leave from Miyazaki, you do Put your that thing. man on a pedestal. Yeah, no one's talking about you. You're you're excluded. But yeah. um all these other ones just feel so stale. There's just nothing that feels exciting like it used to when we were kids and, and and Japanese developers were just breaking boundaries everywhere. Yeah. That's I think me. you're right, dude. No, I think you're yeah. right. And I think it's just, it, they, those games don't speak to us. And uh, that's anymore. fair. Yeah, that's fair. That being said, there's also, I think there's, it's kind of evident when you see people like PlayStation, just outright drop PlayStation studios or, or sorry, PlayStation Japan studios, yeah, right? Like, yeah. because like yeah. the games aren't hitting anymore like they used to and i think they lean so much into the names like a namora um or the guy that was sega i forget yeah yuji naka yeah he made he made the balan game is that what you said (laughs) yeah Yeah. that's him again stuck in the past right Uh, again they're stuck on legacy i think yeah and so like uh, just a brief synopsis of square 
Um, Guardians, I watched again in 4K and the actual non-DMCA version showed a lot better. Still not sold on that game. Avengers, they're killing that game. Once you're done with this slate, this roadmap, I'm here to tell you that game, they are working on Avengers 2, and that's it. Just by the look of that trailer and how god-awful put together and slapped together that was. Um, it, for Guardians, you mean? Yeah. No, I no, watched no, no. For, trailer. for Avengers. For oh, Avengers. for Avengers. I, didn't, okay. I don't think it, it was slapped together. Oh, I think it was. That was a lesson, like, three minutes. I don't minutes. think you were watching it the way that you should have been. How do you? How how should you watch? I'm curious to hear this conversation. Let's hear it, guys. No, because I'm no, I'm I'm looking at it through an open mind. I'm looking at it through the lens of, of of a person walking into Destiny with the Taken King. They took their time to present that game, that trailer. They showed you a set piece that was like this this villain. That holy crap! Like they're they're getting there. Okay. Here it's just like, look at Black Panther. Oh, this is uh, this is Scar, whatever that guy's name is, Claw. Claw. Is he, like he, now he's a kaiju, and it's like, bam, it's it, and we're fighting robots again. Okay, bye bye. Okay, so like, you are correct. You back. are correct. Okay, yeah, please leave. You don't want, you don't want any of this. We were talking about two different things. <clears throat> yeah. I didn't think it was slapped together. I think it was very poorly presented and did nothing to bring new players in. Exactly. Which That's... when you have that, so we that, that I think we were just talking about two different things though. And when you have a game that's dying, you need to bring players in. And they did a terrible job at it. And a lot of the good info came out on Twitter. That's not where good info is supposed to be, Square Enix. Right. It's supposed to be in your presentation. Instead, I had to watch Star-Lord shoot a cube of Jell-O for 20 minutes. Right. And and, and that's what I'm saying is, like, why couldn't you condense the, the Guardian stuff? And then give us a 10 minutes here. Black Panther, this this update is here in they got two months, Mm -hmm. right? Why did you give them a less than two minute trailer to present that right that update? Mm-hmm. And it's a, it, and this is the, supposed to be the thing that's substantial that's going to help right. re- reinvigorate this game, right. unless you really don't have faith in it anymore because you're on to the next project. Mm-hmm. Which, from what everyone is kind of signaling, is that is exactly what this is. Now, when I say that, I think there's it's going to be an Avengers two. Mm-hmm. Um, as a reboot of, of, of what was this game, taking what did work here and then applying mm-hmm. it to a sequel that people were going to care about because they're going to learn. But right. I don't know, like the way that they presented this and the way that they presented guardians was poor. Yeah, and then, and then going into their legacy with the final fantasy one through six, I have no idea about the. Not nothing, but to see like Kyle's hopes so oh, I know crushed. It's like reality's often disappointing. It. Yeah, destroyed it. Why then, would like, you bring go ahead? And then like life is strange, is like I get it because it's bringing another audience in, but like it's pretty much a shot for shot retelling of like this is this is life is strange, okay? Here it is, another like 10 minute thing. It's just that 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 conference needed to die in a fire and also chaos chaos like oh god that oh that i think i turned it off by origins yeah yeah that and and i played the demo and it plays like a ps3 game it looks like a ps3 game uh babylon's fall i think is going to i think they're gonna go back to the drawing board in terms of that art style because they said the art style they wanted to go for was like a european oil painting and you got me there because it looks like you smeared oil 
all over this shit. I can't see a goddamn thing. <laughs> it's like I got glaucoma. It's like I'm like my goddamn <laughs> grandma staring at this. You thing. Put Vaseline on your skin. Right, I gotta read. Yeah. I gotta look this up again. Trust me, it looks bad. I, I really do think they're going to change up that art style. They need to, and that's a live a live service game from Platinum. That Ooh, looks yeah, that's bad. Platinum it looks is, like it's a weird dev, man. They they had a few miss. hits, but God, they 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 shit the bed here and there pretty wow. badly. Yeah. Weren't so. I was wondering if we were gonna see them at Nintendo. It isn't platinum making Bayonetta three. <laughs> supposedly, that's supposedly. my <laughs> they, they just they seem like a very poorly managed studio. They do. Yeah. Um, and, and it's just yeah, no one knows what's going on with yeah. that. I agree. And um yeah, so that's Square. We really don't need to waste any more time with that. No, Square. we don't. It really, it's just a big contrast yeah. between the two. Um, there were other like little shows here and there, but Nintendo was the big one. Yeah, that that kind of spoiler finished. alert. Nobody wants to give Randy a picture to high five. Nobody. He's just, God, he's just he's just the worst. He hurts that company and those hardworking developers every time he's on. Could screen. you imagine oh, yeah. being one of those devs and be like, Randy's going to present for us, and you're just sitting there like. <sighs> It's I, I said this those in, developers in work so hard. Their game is good. I mean, like, yeah. I'm not into Borderlands 3, but it's good. It's well made, it's well yeah. managed. What Randy Pitchford hurts that company so much. He is the Michael Scott of video games. He really <laughs> like, is. At least Michael Scott was funny. Yeah, I mean, that's true. <laughs> yeah. He's My just cat terrible. has joined the show, by the way. Oh, what up, Ains Cat? That's Darwin. Oh, Darwin. Okay. Yeah, no, I didn't name him Ains Cat. That would have been weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's let's talk Nintendo. First, gents, did you guys watch this one? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I watched it on Joseph's stream, and I have thoughts about it, but I will. I would like to, for uh, one of you guys to, to jump in first. Ains, you go for it, because I want to... Yeah, I'm, I'm negative on it, so you guys can try and bring me up. <laughs> oh, no, <nah>, you're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> this, this show was terrible. I, I really thought this show was terrible um, for a couple reasons. One, um, rehash content. And I, I'm tired of seeing it uh, from Nintendo. You, I've ranted before about them being in their highest profit margins in company history. Uh, tremendous amounts of revenue, more revenue than Xbox right now. Um, and yet, what are we seeing from them? Nothing. We just continue to see rehash content. Super Monkey Ball, for instance, they make a big deal about that. It's all the levels and content from the games that came out 15 years ago. Uh, Su uh, Mario Party All-Stars, Superstars, excuse me. Your favorite five levels from our N64 games. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> uh, you, they're like, um, what's the other one? Uh, Fatal Frame. I got excited for a second. Oh, Fatal Frame's back. You know, cool. Oh, it's the 2014 Wii U game that they've changed the controls for. Um, the whole show was like that. Everyone's like, oh, Advanced Wars is coming. It's not coming. It's been here. Now you can play <laughs> it on a new system. Yeah. And I'm just, it's ports, ports, remasters, ports, ports, remasters. Everyone knew Breath of the Wild 2 was going to be there. Fair. Mm -hmm. And that game's going to drop like a megaton. Of course, yeah. it's a mainline Zelda game. Um, and, and nothing wrong, in my opinion, with what they showed from it. It's not Officially 2022? Yes, yep. 2022. Uh, no, no date, just 2022. Horizons um, this year, baby. Yep. You know, they show a, a Zelda Game & Watch. Again, cool collectible. People are going to love it. I get it. It's $70 for four games that came out 30 years ago. Um, 
it's just very weird to me. There, there's very little innovation. Oh, and of course, Metroid Dread is taken over because it's a 2D Metroid, the first one in 19 years, I think they said. Yeah. Um, which is one terribly sad, uh, and, and two because you you forget that like Super Metroid is quite literally one of the best games of all time. Um, but Metroid Dread, if you're not aware, and I know many people aren't, because every time I say this, people are like, wait, what? You know, they think it's this brand new IP, uh, a new Metroid game. It's a game that was canceled in 2007. Um, literally, you can go back and Peter Schneider, Peter Schneider, excuse me, the head of IGN, posted, we covered this game in 2007. There's um, an Easter egg about it in Metroid Prime 3 Corruption. Okay, thank you. I didn't you know that. can literally go up to a panel and find it, say, Metroid Dread. Okay, Metroid Dread. <laughs> And it's not being developed by Nintendo. <laughs> it's being Shut developed. Up. By, it's not. It's being developed by a third party who's only made games for every system, every platform. Question. Go for it. Is it isn't again because I'm watching the reason why I'm so positive is like, oh, I'm, I'm not a dumb weeb. I think that these kids are loving this. This is this is fine, but you know, not for me. When it comes to Metro, much Metroid, yeah, words. Isn't that game made by Retro Studios, right? Prime Metroid is. Prime is. Metroid but Prime that's a, that's is. Prime kind is of first a, person. Yeah, and it's right. kind of a, you but know, they're, they're kind of managed by, by Nintendo. Nintendo. Sorry. But they're not owned by Nintendo, right? It's not like really. Party. It's No, it's one of those second party kind of things, yeah. So I don't see the problem with Metroid Dread. No, it's not, I, it's not necessarily a problem. My okay. problem is, is that people see... Metroid, they see the name, right? And you get 30 yeah. seconds of, in my opinion, what was crappy footage. Let's be honest. Go back bad. and look at that. Bad. No, no, no. Yeah, the, the CG was real bad. And yeah. who was it? Um, Chris Johnston, you know, our friend. Yeah. He posted how bad it was and broke down the trailer. There's like music that cuts out at parts. It's, you know, it's a mess. Um, my point Damn, being man. is that, okay, trust me, if there's a, a solid new Nintendo Metroid 2D game, I'm all about it. Uh, you know, I'd love it. This doesn't look like it. If it is, I'll say I'm wrong and I'll be happy. I'll buy it and love it. But my point being, N Nintendo to me has turned into a snake oil salesman. And it drives me crazy because I love Nintendo and grew up loving Nintendo. But yeah. we're just... Again, back to the innovation. They're not showing me anything. Huge first party kind of new ideas. Think what from Nintendo did we get new out of that conference? There, nothing other than nothing. this game. And you're telling me it's it's a DS yeah, game. So that's what I mean. It's not really Nintendo. Um, not yeah. core first party. Like where's Metroid? He said Metroid Prime 4 we're working on. Okay, you've been working on it for three years. You still got nothing to show. Um and you got Breath of the Wild too, which we already knew about, which mm -hmm. is further back now. The the thing that frustrated me most when I saw Metroid Dread, my heart skipped a beat, and I got so excited because mm -hmm. I adore Metroid Prime mm -hmm. trilogy. I enjoy, I adore the GBA games, Fusion, and yeah. some uh, good just, games. Just, some fantastic. I love the two D yeah. Metroids. I got so excited, and then reality kind of set back in. There's no way to have this on just one place. I, there's no way to play all the Metroid Primes. There's no way to play all the 2D Metroids in one spot right now. You need to have a DS to play the remake of Metroid Prime or Metroid 2. You need to have uh, a Wii U so you can have your virtual console. You can need to, and, and my point is, I am now at a point where I'm so spoiled by 
Xbox's backward compatibility program to a lesser extent, even Sony's ability to get their properties available for you to play in some way that Nintendo has just burned me. I want to play Metroid Dread. I really do. Am I going to really boot up my Switch in what, August, October, whenever yeah. this game is? Am I really going to do that next to all the other good games when I feel like it's a rushed port job or a rush put together rehash. thing? Yeah. Rehash is a good way to put it. I don't think Honestly, I, I looked at like I'm looking at the gameplay guys. Like and here's the thing, I'm not a Metroid fan. Whoa. This would be my first Metroid ever. You're what, like, you wow. saying that's more controversial than me than me shitting on their conference. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this is my first one and so like I'm looking at like the 2D gameplay. I'm like, "Oh, this is oh, this is cool. Like this looks genuinely like yeah, I'm I will boot up my Switch for this." Okay. Like that's I mean, looking at it because yeah. everybody sold me on the oh Returnal is Metroid for the most part, and I'm like I really loved Returnal, so there's a good chance I'm gonna really love this game. Did and like play... looking at the gameplay, I'm I'm on board with it. Have you played Axiom Verge? I have not. Everybody has at me for that too. Okay, that's what you should play. That's literally okay. Metroid Three, like two D. Yeah, that will tell you if you want this game. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing, Luke, and I don't know about you, but. The way they set it up, like Dread, right? And they show him or him, her, Samus running from, uh, you know, enemies a few times. I'm like, okay, so Metroid has always been, and that's where the damn phrase Metroidvania comes from, right? It's been about exploration, discovery, finding new abilities, and then with those new abilities, discovering new paths you couldn't, you know, go through before. Mm-hmm. Does this still have that, or is this more of a action slash? runner game where you're you're having to escape enemies um because that's not really what metroid at its core is about so i i need again i need to see more i need to see this game uh what its core is because i'm just i know everyone's excited 2d metroid and i want to be but i'm looking through the glass and i'm not really liking what i'm seeing right now well to anybody any listener watching right now tell me if i'm not has been purchased it's only seven bucks excellent excellent i hope you love it man it's a great game to any listener that's that's watching right now, um, tell me if I'm off my rocker because when I saw the Dread trailer, I saw that that Samus is is fighting the bad guys or no, fighting the bots from Recore, <laughs> which I was like, oh look at that, it's a dog from Recore. But then there were no mention of the space pirates or Ridley or or any of the uh, of Dark Samus of anything that was from the lore of the old games, but also made those games special. Samus is a bounty hunter. Again, I, where was that? You're, you're like, making my point for me. This yeah. looks like a different take on it. And I don't know between the different take and the different developer. It's like, are we, our fans really getting the 2D Metroid? We think in our heads that we're getting because we're so starved for Metroid. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and the, the other thing, I want the, the audience to check us on this, Ains, because we're riding high on those Xbox to those two Xbox showcases we got because mm-hmm. the extended one, which we won't talk about today, but it was just amazing. Yeah. Um, it was so good. And then the Nintendo one just, I thought so bad, but maybe I'm just, it's not for me, but I really felt like it disappointed. I really and, and felt I, like it disappointed. And I think part of it, and I've said this too, is, you know, I don't mean to be overly harsh, although I think it's deserved. Um, I did see people excited about playing these different games like WarioWare and, you know, some of these other things. I know people are excited for Advance Wars to come back or be on the Switch, and mm-hmm. that's great. I mean, if you're looking for, if you like this, there's games in here you're looking forward to, by all means, uh, I'm happy. That's great. Um, it's just I have to be careful and just say, you know, I, no, I didn't think it was a good conference, but at the same time, I know some people did, and it, it's just not for me. 
Yeah. It's fine. Whew. Joe, I thought you were a little higher on it. Was there something no, I thought, that, that you no, I, were really, really kind of struck with you? So I really liked uh, Metroid. Okay. Um, I, and, and you guys are trying to kill my buzz, and I won't let you do that. <laughs> um, and then, like, Mario Golf looked looked pretty fun. I know people are naysaying that because apparently that doesn't look as good as something. Um, Wario is was a game that I was like, I, I hate Wario. I think he's a dumb character. I think all his games are bad. Um, I hate these little micro games. I hate mm-hmm. them. But I understand that they, it has a huge allure that is just outside my radar. Same with Shimagami Tensin, Tensin, whatever. I can't pronounce mm-hmm. it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I know that that game's huge. So I just know it's not for me. Yes. So a lot of these games I looked at, I'm like, okay, I know that these are going to excite a lot of fans out there. And I just know it's not for me. And when it comes to like the Ubisoft stuff, like uh, looking at, um, sorry, uh, Mario uh, plus Rabbids uh, uh, too. Like, oh, dude. So like, I'm getting that game. So yeah, like there are two or three games here that I'm walking out of, either excited or I'm going to be getting them day one. Mario Robinson. We didn't mention that, by the way. That does look cool. It looks stellar. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, it's it's it's. It's a good show for me. If I if I see two games out of a forty minute show that I know I'm going to buy day one, that's awesome. And then coupled okay. with Legend of Zelda, which I want to get your quick thoughts on, because um, the trailer didn't give us anything other than what I think me and Kyle were excited about. Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild two or whatever they're going to be calling it is coming out 2022. Yep. So, um, Gorilla, look at me. You're free. Land that. Land it right into November. No, you're free. Don't. You're free Not Please November. don't. Go for it. Please don't. Horizon when, Forbidden West. Forbidden West can November. be better than Breath of the Wild 2 anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Just it would be. But but again, like I, I want a fair fight between these <laughs> games that are coming out this year. You know Zelda's gonna win game of the year because it's just Zelda and that's uh, no. the, the bias is real, folks. <laughs> don't believe don't I, believe I don't believe in media. bias in a lot of cases when they say yeah. media bias and all this stuff. I, I really, really do believe that Zelda gets a pass uh for its name on a lot of yeah. things. Yeah. And so for me, I'm like, okay, now I think that like if I'm if I'm Papa Sony, I'm just breathing a sigh of relief, and I'm like, <laughs> we can land this plane here. This is gonna be fine. It's gonna be good. So yeah, I mean, I thought it was a fine showcase. I I have ranted about Breath of the Wild way too many times. I won't do that sure. here. Um, did you notice? Because uh, I noticed, and I was like, okay, maybe I'm crazy or remembering wrong. But then Dan mentioned it, and someone else DM'd me about it too. Then that final scene. A Breath of the Wild 2 trailer when they show the castle descending with the red, you know, around it. That map, the world, it's the exact same world as Breath of the Wild 1. And so that's now led to speculation of like, okay, is there like something, is this like a Majora's Mask type thing or some type of other situation where they've modified something's going on, but it's the same game world? Um, I'm thinking. I, I don't know. I guess we'll see more. But that if, if that happens, then I'm going to have to do my own YouTube rant entirely, but we'll see. <laughs> Yeah, it's June 17th at the time of this recording. We just saw E3. We're halfway through the year. What's your game of the year expecting to be when the time comes? What are you thinking? Critically or personal? Do do both. Let's do both, actually. Okay. If you personal, it's going to be Halo Infinite. Okay. It's not even going to be close. All right. Personal for you, Joe. That's just from what I've seen. Yeah. 
Uh, oh, that's gonna be real. That's hard because, <laughs> like, Halo looks phenomenal, Horizon looks phenomenal. Are you and still on this Horizon 2021 coming, train, aren't you? It's coming out. Like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> you gotta have faith. Um, and I, and I believe in my heart of hearts, I did play a perfect game that was Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. So, mm-hmm. so and you know, Ains gave personal. What, in a what nine, is it? So. What is your personal one? I want Halo, just because Halo. you know what it, it's been since Halo Three. That's been like, oh my god, this is my game of the year. Slap, you know, slap mm-hmm. of the roof of the car. Like this is it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I want that. I want three four three to get the win. I feel like they've been wanting for over a decade now, right? Yeah, so. same, same. Um, Ains, we can see the reflection of your computer in the SG thing. You really yeah. got to stop looking at those sites during the. It's- Jesus, it's unprofessional. I'm on Twitter, what are you talking about? Crit- critically oh, is that speaking, what you call it? Is that yeah. what you call it? Very unprofessional. Crit- my, my personal was Halo Infinite as well. I think that'll be my personal one. Critically, uh, I'm stuck between the two Horizons: Forbid- uh, Forbidden West or Horizon Five. Forza Horizon Five. Uh, I I think it would be Horizon Forbidden West that wins the like game of the year. I do think that's this year. What do you think, Ains? Uh. I'm probably close to you there. Yeah, I mean, I honestly believe Horizon 5 and Forbidden West, assuming it releases this year. We're going to trust Joe. Um, I, I believe, and I hate Metacritic, you, you know, but I believe both of those will probably be over 90. Um, so, yeah, and and just generally speaking, game of the year is subjective because now people are like, well, is that video game awards? Is it sites? Is it, you sure. know, yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. definitive, but... Um, Critically speaking, kind of narrative game, story-driven games seem to just go higher. They just yeah. do. Uh, people don't appreciate the kind of uh, multiple hundred-hour open-world stuff as as some. So, yeah, I, I would probably say Forbidden West, if it releases, will probably take the critical crown. I was trying to think if there's anything else coming. <laughs> so the- Cyberpunk's next-gen patch will be out then. Well, then that will definitely be the best game. Um, that's for sure. Uh I mean, I got this chair sent to me for free, guys. Um, <laughs> so, um, no, I was just trying to think, you know, from like July through the, the end of the year, we talked about a yeah. ton of games. What else like narratively could really drive a honest conversation on game of the year, do you think? Is there something I'm forgetting? Do you think if Halo Man. hits... Obviously, multiplayer is going to be a big hit, right? But if it hits that open world exploration, the narrative hits. It's a strong narrative. Chief is back in his prime. Do you ever think that game has a chance, critically, of getting game of the year? No. No, I think... I've never thought so, but... I I think if Titanfall 2 didn't land a first-person shooter, game of the year, true contender, like true, I just don't think... I don't think, yeah, I don't think that's how it, it, it's received in a way that that is available yeah. to to that to be annoys that category. Me. I agree it, with same. you, and it annoys same. me. Yeah, because I, I look it annoys at what, me too. Yeah, I, I, the, the package. I look at a game's package. Like, oh, do you? <laughs> how much, what are we dealing with here? But you know what I mean. Like, what's the actual offering? And if yeah. you look at something like Halo Infinite, if it hits the narrative and story, it's going to have narrative. Strong story, lots of hours of gameplay. It's going to have this free-to-play multiplayer component. It's going to have Forge. It's going to have all this stuff that's just going to be incredible for players. And it's like, why Why does it always have to be 
a 10 hour, 20 hour story game that has to win game of the year. It drives me. It's that's why I was really happy when Overwatch beat uh, Uncharted that one year. Yeah. Cause I was like, that was my game of the year. Like, and I loved Uncharted 4, don't get me wrong. But like, un- like, yeah, Overwatch was it for me. And so there are times where, you know, the pendulum shifts. And I think what people love more than anything is either watching a hero prevail or a hero fall. <laughs> so I think this is the hero prevail prevailing this this has been the narrative of xbox this whole year of like they've had something to prove halo has something to prove sure if it can nail the story aspects as well as the multiplayer aspects if it is being as talked about as and i'm praying it is as like a a Fortnite is being talked about in the holiday season it has the momentum to be in that game of the year conversation but if it doesn't hit narratively wise i think it has a much harder time to to do that so but i think they will i wonder how much marketing they do a lot and what impact that has well i mean they burned a lot of budget last year joe i mean like my room is covered in halo infinite stuff (laughs) now like i have that the statue that was for the prepare for round two dude yeah this is what this is the 20th year of halo I, I do. Yeah. I do think. I, I agree with money you. I think is they're going to double down on it. Yeah, I hope money so. Is not I an hope object. so. Yeah, and it shouldn't be. If you're a trillion dollar company and you've already spent, the rumor is half a billion on this game. Yeah, come on. That includes the engine, which I always clarify with mm-hmm. people because yeah. sure. they say they throw half a billion, which is probably accurate. But building a brand new engine like that is a lot of money. But we'll see if point, that engine makes its way to other games too. Yeah, uh, but point still stands, and it. To be honest, it doesn't matter because the game will make it back. People don't realize how much money Halo 5 made from their packs. Made mm-hmm. a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. And Got contrary to IGN's on. point, by which was mistakenly said, there are no rec packs in Halo Infinite. No, there's no rec packs. It's, it's, They're cool season pass. It's season uh, passes yes. that never expire. That's yeah, cool. they never expire. So Dear Fortnite, bring Fortnite. back the Marvel season. Yeah, yeah, bring it back. Bring back the Aquaman that season. Wow, the season not that great. So. Yeah. I think if, not to keep going on this, but uh, the only reason um, I didn't mention Elden Ring, I think if Elden Ring was this year, it would have a chance to be Game of the Year. If Elden Ring had released in November, like Sekiro, right, or October, I think it would be in the conversation 100%. Yeah, and honestly, out of the whole My Game of Show, if we're going to have that conversation, yeah, let's you do guys it. Are, um, it is Elden Ring. And, like, I'm so pumped about that game that, like, yeah, Halo takes a backseat. Horizon takes – everything's taking a backseat. Chief takes a backseat to no one. Well, sorry. <laughs> this time he is. <laughs> I'm about to tell you. But I need to finish the fights. Chief, sit down. <laughs> you've done Cortana enough. There. <laughs> exactly. You've done enough. Time to rest. How about when he says, uh, you only have one bullet? He's like, it's enough. Oh, my like, God. Go, dude, boy. Full. I was full mass. <laughs> I, did, I, I remember I told you I muted the party during Halo because yeah. I was like fully engorged. I literally unmuted myself. I said, I'm fully engorged right now, guys. And then re <laughs> Fully engorged. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <sighs> Luke, um, your students checking in. Hi, guys. Literally had a talk with Joe about what we can't say. I didn't say anything bad. I said engorged. Engorged, my, dude. My my biceps they just yeah. they felt real engorged. strong at the time. Yeah, like superhero. I was ready to finish the fight. 
Are we going to cast that co-op anymore, guys? Are we going to keep casting that co-op? Oh, well, what was Luke? your game of the show? Yeah, what's your yeah. game of the show, Luke? Pro- probably Halo, uh, if I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah. That, that really did a lot to renew my faith in that game. Because I was always going to love it, but was I going to love it in a way that I have to defend every time? And that's not fun. Right. Like, like joking yeah. aside, like, I love God of War. I don't have to defend that. But I also love playing Crackdown 3, and I have to defend <laughs> that every time. You know, that sucks. I don't like having to defend things I like. Um, yeah. I'm looking at Joseph Moran right now. I don't know right what you're now. talking about. You gave it a nine, Ains. Even I wouldn't go. You, you, um, you just restarted it. Play the game before I'm talking play, about I'm it. playing it. It's way better than it was. I, but I only have good games by me <laughs> at all times. Uh, but I was excited because I don't feel like I'll have to defend my love for this one. And that's a good yeah. good thing. That's you know, fair. With Halo 5, it was always a caveat. Oh, no, no, no. The gameplay is really fun. Like, oh, the multiplayer. You know. Yeah, I'm not gonna have to do that this time. That's cool. Uh, I'm Halo too, but Elden Ring is like if Halo's one, Elden Ring's like one dot two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, very different games, um, but just both of them I will love to death. I'm happy for you guys with your Elden Ring. I felt nothing, but I'm very happy for you. <laughs> so it's gonna be so good. I'm so I'm so happy for you. So one awesome. on IGN actually linked like next year's going to be nuts, and they linked like God of War. They linked. Um, uh, Redfall, they linked uh, Elden Ring, like all these games that have just sitting for next year. It's going to yeah. be wild. It's going to be awesome. But, next year yeah. is when, you know, when Xbox starts hitting its stride, right? First party. PlayStation's PlayStation 5 starts hitting its stride. They're going to mm-hmm. come together. People like us who game on everything. We're, it's heaven, man. We're going to be in heaven. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. Is it time for all me right. to say keep casting that co-op? Yep. <laughs> Hey guys, you know where to find us. You can find me over at Mr. Bad Bit on Twitter. You can find Ainsley over at Porsche Power. You can find Luke Lord, the Insipid Ghost at the Insipid Ghost. You can find all of our respected shows on that Twitter. And with all that said, with all that out of the way, uh, 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 keep, keep casting that come up. That's good. I really wanted, like, I felt like I was nailing it too good at the end, and I really needed a porky pig my way out of it. So, yeah.